nice quiet dinner with a couple of friends and turned in early. I was so excited about the party I couldn't sleep. I tried counting sheep, but that never works. I always seem to conjure up these big, nasty, belligerent sheep. I tell them to jump slowly over the imaginary fence, and they refuse. They glare at me. The first sheep looks about the size of Babe the Blue Ox. He looks at me and smoke starts pouring out of his snout, and then he says to me in Spanish, Fuck that puto. Then he rounds up all the other sheep into this sheep gang, and they charge at me, crashing right through the fence. Forget sheep. I needed something more soothing. Cars. I love cars. I closed my eyes and thought about all the cars I've ever owned in my life. I remembered one of my first cars, an old clunker that sounded like it had emphysema every time you hit the gas. That was only one of its quirks. This car made me crazy. For one thing, it never turned off. When you turned it off, it just kept going like it was alive. It growled and shrieked, and the hood shook as if the car were having a seizure. I'd lift up the hood and look down at the engine, nodding and pointing as if I knew exactly what I was doing, even though I had absolutely no clue. Other guys would gather around, and they'd all nod and point at the engine, too. They didn't know nothing, either. we just all nod and point at the carburetor and battery and hoses like we were a pit crew. Eventually, the car would just stop on its own. We'd all walk away, still nodding, like we'd fixed the thing, saying a bunch of made-up car talk. Yeah, see, I knew that would happen. Air gets caught in the air conductor valves and causes the engine cap to vertisify. Definitely. Plus, the igniter switch deadens the pressure. Oh, absolutely. Plus, a gas bubble fornicates the air hose. That will mess you up. Mm -hmm. The car had other issues, too. It played one radio station, all polka music because the knobs kept falling off. Oh, and the side mirrors were held on with electrical tape. And the locks didn't work either. So whenever I got in, I was sure I was going to find some crazy batshit guy living in the back seat. You know what? Forget counting cars to fall asleep. Then it hit me. The perfect thing. Golf courses. I decided to picture myself walking down all of the beautiful courses I'd ever played. I've played most of the best courses in the world. I knew this would work. I settled into the king-size bed in my suite in Vegas, got really comfortable, closed my eyes, and pictured historic St. Andrews in Scotland, site of several British Opens and one of the most gorgeous golf courses ever. Some people call St. Andrews the home of golf. I can believe it. In my mind, I saw the entire breathtaking course, every hole, imagining myself strolling down those gentle rolling green fairways, each one bordered by castles. I saw myself walking out of the first tee with my buddy, mentor, and golf companion, the great Lee Trevino. I felt totally relaxed. I stabbed my ball and tee into the grass, stepped back, and caught Lee's eye. He was standing there off to the side. He grinned and nodded. I smiled back. I took a practice swing, stepped up to my ball, took a breath, exhaled, and swung. Ballos! The ball shot off my driver and rocketed right into the middle of the fairway. Oh, man, there is nothing sweeter than the feeling you get when you hit a good golf shot. It's better than sex. 
At least I think it's better than sex. I'm 50. I don't remember. After I hit that drive, I looked over at Lee. He gave me two thumbs up. He's 73, wise and full of life. I picked up my tea, slid my driver into my bag, and Lee and I walked down the fairway through the hazy Scottish sunlight and into a cool, craggy shadow cast by a medieval castle. We walked for a good 50 yards before Lee finally spoke. Golf or comedy, he said. If you had to choose one, which would it be? I didn't hesitate for a second. Golf. You sure? Absolutely. Now, if I were Richard Pryor, I took two more steps down the fairway at St. Andrews and drifted off into a deep sleep. When I woke up, I was 50. Everything seemed different. The air seemed fresher, the light in the room more vibrant. I lifted my hand and felt...